1: And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? Sounds like a game show, but no, this is the show about you. The show about what you look like when you look in the mirror. The show about wrinkles and about fat deposits on your hips and about small breasts and protruding ears and large noses. That's what the show is about, and you can become part of this show. We are live in New York, and the number is 800 848 W-A-B-C, that's 800 848 And uh, tonight, as in many of the, uh, the nights uh, in the past, we are going to be giving out, that's appropriate with a UV index of 8, we're going to be giving out bottles of Daytime. Daytime is your morning skin protector. Everybody should be wearing Daytime now. Boy, I'll tell you, when you go out in this sun, within 20 minutes you get what's called Immunosuppression, And that means for the first 20 minutes, you make a lot of vitamin D, and it's actually a good thing to be out in the sun for a little bit. But beyond that first 20 minutes, then your immune system starts uh, actually shutting down a bit, and you set yourself up for all sorts of problems. Sure, sunburn, yes, skin cancers, wrinkled skin, brown, spotty pigmentation, rough skin – All of the unattractive features that we get as we get older that are intensified by the sun. So daytime is your morning skin protector, and it's an SPF 20, and that's good enough for most things. It's not good enough if you're going to lie out on the beach for four hours. Then you'll need something like a 30. But uh, for, the, for most of you who are just walking around the streets of Manhattan or spending maybe a half hour to an hour, maybe two hours in the sun each day, an SPF 20 is fine, as long as it's a good quality sunscreen, by the way. And that means it's got to protect you from UVA and UVB. And many of the sunscreens only protect you from the ultraviolet B light. So give us a call tonight, and uh, we will uh, get a bottle of Daytime right out to you and and i mentioned that uh, the uv index is eight and what does that mean well you know if it's above two you're going to need some sort of skin protection and it's way up there it only goes as high as 11 so we are in the dog days of summer we really are it's the middle of july and you really need to protect yourself Uh, otherwise you're going to fry out there well we've got the big announcement mike go right ahead there you go he's right on the money tonight (laughs) The big announcement for nighttime. Well done, Mike. Okay. We've got, uh, you know, we've had nighttime, which uh, is my evening program, right? We've got daytime in the morning. We've got nighttime at night. That's vitamin C, vitamin A, lactic acid, citric acid. We've got uh, milk thistle antioxidants, skin brighteners, pretty much everything that's scientifically proven to make a difference, Well, we put in nighttime. And we've had it out for about two years. And the big announcement is we've changed the pump. And And I know a lot of you have had some issues with the pump. For the most part, it works just fine. But in hot weather, we've had some issues. So we bit the bullet, changed it. And boy, I'll tell you, it is really terrific. Now, we put it in glass bottles with an, an eyedropper. And solved all the issues, so if you've used nighttime in the past and loved the product but hated the pump, well, this is for you, and it's on sale now. So uh, go to the website, drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. All right, tonight's show, we are going to be talking about, you ready for this, Mike? We're going to talk about what is an attractive breast? We all know what one is, but what makes one person think it's attractive and another person not think it's attractive? Well, you know, it turns out that uh, there is a big difference between what – you and I and everybody else thinks is uh, attractive. And, and it's one of the interesting things in plastic surgery that, uh, uh, let's, let's go back about 40 years, maybe 50 years before breast implants. They came in in 1962. So what was an attractive breast prior to 1962? Well, a, a youthful breast, one that didn't have a lot of droop, and one that had most of the volume on the bottom part of the breast. That was considered normal, Right. That's what women look like. But along came Playboy magazine and along came breast implants. And there were so many problems with breast implants that uh, the early days, and in fact, well into almost till about 10 years ago, so many people that had breast implants had implants that kind of rode high. That means they bulged up high. You know, we're not, they're not supposed to. So if you have a, an open uh, top of your shirt, you could see the bulge of your implants. It was a dead giveaway for an implant. But the interesting thing is, many women started asking for that appearance. I find this fascinating where what we consider to be a complication of surgery becomes the norm because... Where do you see naked women, other than uh, Mike the engineer? We won't go into that. But where do you see... He's looking at me. Where do you see naked women? You see them in magazines. Uh, That's where most of the population in the 1960s and 70s would see naked women. Uh, They don't walk around the streets, although it is legal uh, in New York, topless women. Uh, But certainly uh, the magazines and those women for the most part had breast augmentations, and most of those augmentations were very large implants and ones that bulged up high. So when you start looking at people in magazines and see that the implants are high, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be, right? And so after about 20 or so years of this, that became what a lot of people actually ask for. Very interesting phenomenon. It also has happened with those enormous lips where people have made lips so big. I've had people ask me for those. That's a deformity. We want you to look normal in cosmetic surgery. Not funny. Not at all funny. But, you know, when people on TV come in uh, with these large lips, I saw that uh, woman on, uh, what is it, under the dome with the big lip augmentation. You probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, you know, people start asking for that appearance. And the brows, the eyebrows of about 10, 5 to 10 years ago that were put so far up the, the forehead that it looked bizarre, but yet so many people had that that people began to ask for that. So it's, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. Well, why I bring this up is there was a, uh, a paper published in Annals of Plastic Surgery, one of the big plastic surgery journals, uh, just this week. And they asked 614 different plastic surgeons from 29 different countries, so from all over what they considered to be an attractive breast. And it was very interesting that there were huge differences in what the surgeon thought was normal natural and desirable. And be careful because if the surgeon thinks a particular appearance is good, that's what they're going to try and achieve. And and as this paper ter- um, um, revealed, there's such a big difference in the surgeon's perception as, of what is beautiful uh, that, you know, if you go in for a breast augmentation, you better be on the same page as the surgeon. So some surgeons actually did want what they call Upper pole fullness—that's that deformity that I mentioned earlier—and it's caused by placing the implants too high, or placing too large an implant, or placing the implants be, uh, behind the muscle in a funny way, not a careful way. So we get this uh, this bulging up high. That's not particularly good. There were also big variances in what the surgeon considered to be the proper size of the areola—that's the pigmented area around the nipple. So the the take-home message here with this particular paper, and I as a plastic surgeon found it fascinating that even plastic surgeons have huge differences in what they think uh, a breast should look like. So so remember, this is artistry, the uh, the practice of plastic surgery. Yes, it's medicine and yes, it's surgery, but it is artistry and there's significant differences between different plastic surgeons. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your ankle right here on WABC, where we've been for a good year and a half, and in New York on the radio for 10 years. The phone number, 800 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back after these words.
2: Joan Hamburg asking you a question. When you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Have those little wrinkles begun to overtake your face? Are your jowls growing by the day? Do you look older than you feel? Do not stand by and watch time take its toll. I want you to meet my friend, Dr. Arthur Perry, Harvard trained, board certified plastic surgeon, great office on 57th Street, one in New Jersey too, and Dr. Perry uses the most modern techniques. You are going to look better, and it doesn't always involve surgery. Dr. Perry has helped thousands of women look better with Botox, wrinkle fillers, peels, and that new therapy machine. Now, eventually, you may benefit from a facelift or an eyelid lift. These are procedures Dr. Perry has been performing for over 30 years. Call Arthur Perry. He's the best. Sit down for an hour-long consultation. 212-753-1820. 212-753-1820. Great website. PerryPlasticSurgery.com.
3: What
1: was my dream?
3: 200 pounds ago, it was ditching my plus size clothes. Before I lost 115 pounds, it was flying coach, no seatbelt extension. My dream 180 pounds ago was playing outside with my kids. 155 pounds ago, my dream was to stop feeling invisible. Mine
1: was to be here for my family.
3: If reaching a healthy weight seems like a dream, The Bariatric Surgery Program at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital can help you make it a reality. As a certified center of excellence in metabolic and bariatric surgery, we have the knowledge and experience to guide patients step-by-step through a weight loss program that has changed and saved lives. To sign up for one of our seminars and learn more about weight loss surgery, visit us at rwjuh.edu. That's RWJUH edu
2: i'm joan hamburg telling you by the time we reach 50 all of us have some kind of wrinkles a little brown splotch i have tried so many skin creams my medicine chest is filled to the brim many of them do not deliver have you heard about dr perry a very prominent physician a plastic surgeon and dr arthur perry has created a very nourishing skin serum it's called Nighttime n-i-g-h-t-h-y-m-e this is one product that literally does the work of four. It works. He uses incredible ingredients, vitamin C, fruit acids, antioxidants, skin brighteners. You've got to try Dr. Perry's Nighttime. Go to www.drperrys.com, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call the good doctor at 855-940-1100. Mention Joan. You'll save $15. That's 855
0: You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's What's your wrinkle?
1: And this is Dr. Arthur Perry. Thank you, Joan Hamburg. Those are very nice uh, comments you made. And uh, listen to Joan every uh, Saturday, by the way, uh, on WABC. So we were talking about the shape of breasts and what breasts look like. You know, the uh, the breast augmentation procedure is perennially probably the most common procedure we do in cosmetic plastic surgery. Every other year, maybe it'll be liposuction of the hips. But, uh, but there have been millions and millions and millions of women in the United States and around the world who have had breast augmentation augmentations and it's so popular this year because now we have these new gummy bear implants and a lot of people wonder you know what's the difference between a gummy bear implant and the old silicone implants or the saline implants and so that's a question i get all the time i get email about that and and uh, you know for years we used these uh, silicone implants and they were troublesome as it turned out because they leaked and and uh, and the leakage of the uh, silicone was a problem. Uh, Required another surgical procedure, and when silicone leaks out of an implant, well, then you can get these little lumps, and everybody worries about a lump, so we have to take those out, even if we're absolutely sure they're going to be just from the silicone. No one wants to walk around with a little lump in their breast. You know, obviously, uh, there's the great fear of breast cancer. So, the silicone implants, uh, they got a bad reputation, and were replaced uh, about a decade and a half ago with the saline implants. Those are saltwater implants. They're silicone on the outside and saltwater on the inside. And just a few years ago, the FDA re-approved the silicone gel implants, and now we have the next generation of those, the gummy bear implants. What's good about those? Well, they hold their shape, and that means they are less likely to leak. They're less likely to cause problems. Uh, even if you cut across one of these implants, it actually won't leak. It sort of just stays there. And the reason they call it a gummy bear implant, if you have ever eaten those gummy bears, you know, those are the things that dentists like because when you chew on one, it takes out your filling. You know that. Don't use uh, those gummy bears. But the gummy bear implants are very, very good. And if you cut across one... The silicone inside the implant actually doesn't even uh, ooze anywhere, it just sort of stays. And that's a good thing. The breast implants feel quite natural. And uh, what is remarkable about those implants is that they shape the breast instead of being shaped by the breast. And what that means, the old implants, the silicone gel and the saline implants, really just magnified the size of your breast. So if you were a B cup and you had those implants in and went to a C or a D cup, hopefully a C, uh, because we don't want you to get symptoms of excessively large breasts if you're in the D range, but that's a whole different story. But let's say you go to a C, then uh, those implants simply magnify the size of your breast and the shape is basically the same. So if you had a funny shape or an asymmetry or or, uh, or an unusual shape of your breast, or if uh, you were missing breast tissue from one part of your breast, like often uh, underneath the areola, underneath the nipple, uh, women sometimes are missing breast tissue, and so their breast is a funny shape. Uh, When that happens, um, well, the old implants weren't particularly good. But these new implants, these gummy bear implants, can shape the breast. And that means when we put them in, uh, your breast can assume the shape of the implant instead of the other way around. And that is why so many women in the last year or two have been actually taking out their saline implants, taking out their very old silicone gel implants, and putting in these new the new generation gummy bear implants, uh, there's three companies. I think there's a fourth coming out with uh, with uh, these implants. They are much better. I thought in the beginning when they uh, first were introduced that I would not use them uh, because there are some other issues, technical issues with the implants, but they're so good. They're so good that uh, almost all the breast augmentations that I do, and I do a lot of them, uh, I use the gummy bear implants now. And we put these behind the muscle. And uh, women are usually back to work, you know, sometimes as early as five days after the procedure. You're not going to exercise for a couple weeks, maybe three weeks after the procedure. Uh, but uh, these are not disabling procedures. They're outpatient procedures. Uh, breast augmentation takes me somewhere in the area of two hours to do. And uh, and then you're back in action. And uh, uh, a great procedure with uh, these new implants. So the the new gummy bear implants. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is WABC's What's Your Wrinkle program, and the phone number here is 800 848. WABC. That's 800-848-WABC. And as Joan said, by the way, in that commercial, uh, there is a special for the brand-new nighttime, the one in the glass bottle with the dropper that we are now shipping. If you use the name Joan, that's the code. So let's say uh, you go to the website drperrys.com and uh, buy a, a bottle of nighttime. Normally it's uh, $65. But if you put in the code Joan for Joan Hamburg. Uh, you get $15 off, so it's $50, and uh, that's a pretty good deal uh, because if you look in the stores and if you look for these different skin creams, uh, 10% vitamin C, that'll cost you 70 or $80 with some of the other brands, and this one, mine, not only has the 10% vitamin C, but the vitamin A and the lactic acid, that's a fruit acid, and it's an, it's an exfoliant so that your skin feels smoother, the next morning, if you really added up all of those things, you wind up spending quite a bit of money. And so uh, it's much, much simpler to have a combination product. All right. This is, uh, once again, WABC's What's Your Wrinkle? And I wanted to mention that we have a Facebook site, and it's facebook.com slash drperrys. And I'm not sure we can get this call in. Barbara, what's your question uh, real quick before we have to take a break? Can you get that in? Are you there, Barbara?
2: Hi, how are you?
1: Good, what's your question real quick? We've gotta take a quick break.
0: Um, I have a MRSA infection um, in the C-sections score. And I was wondering, um, would that prevent me from having plastic surgery?
1: Excellent question and I'm going to get to that when we return from our little break here Barbara. So we'll answer that real quickly so uh, you can you can uh, stay on the line if you wish. We'll be right back.
2: Joan Hamburg asking you a question. When you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Have those little wrinkles begun to overtake your face? Are your jowls growing by the day? Do you look older than you feel? Do not stand by and watch time take its toll. I want you to meet my friend, Dr. Arthur Perry, Harvard-trained, board-certified plastic surgeon, great office on 57th Street, one in New Jersey, two, and Dr. Perry uses the most modern techniques. You are going to look better, and it doesn't always involve surgery. Dr. Perry has helped thousands of women look better with Botox, wrinkle fillers, peels, and that new therapy machine. Now, eventually, you may benefit from a facelift or an eyelid lift. These are procedures Dr. Perry has been performing for over 30 years. Call Arthur Perry. He's the best. Sit down for an hour-long consultation. 212-753-1820. 212-753-1820. Great website. PerryPlasticSurgery.com.
3: Robert Wood Johnson Health System has a new way to stay connected to you.
0: Your wrist bone's connected to your x-ray. Your x-ray is connected to your orthopedist.
3: Introducing RWJ Health Connect, a convenient online portal to quickly access and manage your health records, schedule appointments, view test results, and more.
0: Your orthopedist is connected to the OR. The OR is connected to your blood work.
3: With RWJ Health Connect, your electronic medical records are accessible 24-7 from your phone, tablet, or computer.
0: Your blood work's connected to your family doctor. Your family doctor is connected to the Robert Wood Johnson Health System.
3: RWJ Health Connect keeps your information confidential so that you're securely connected to all hospitals and participating doctors.
0: And RWJ is connected to you.
3: Visit RWJConnect.com to register online for RWJ Health Connect. Better access for better health.
2: I'm Joan Hamburg telling you by the time we reach 50, all of us have some kind of wrinkles, a little brown splotch. I have tried so many skin creams. My medicine chest is filled to the brim. Many of them do not deliver. Have you heard about Dr. Perry? A very prominent physician, a plastic surgeon. And Dr. Arthur Perry has created a very nourishing skin serum. It's called Nighttime, N-I-G-H-T-H-Y-M-E. This is one product. That literally does the work of four. It works. He uses incredible ingredients, vitamin C, fruit acids, antioxidants, skin brighteners. You've got to try Dr. Perry's Nighttime. Go to www.drperrys.com, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call the good doctor at 855-940-1100. Mention Joan. You'll save $15. That's 855-940-1100.
0: You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's What's your wrinkle?
1: We're back. This is Dr. Perry, Dr. Arthur Perry, host of What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WABC. And just to finish up uh, with that last caller, MRSA, that's a Methicillin-Resistant Staph Aureus. It's a bacteria that you'd rather not have because it's a fairly virulent one. And uh, once you've had it, uh, it doesn't mean that you can't have surgery. That was uh, the question that, that Barbara had uh, before the break. Uh, but what I would do in subsequent surgery is culture you. That means uh, culture your nose and maybe your skin also because the nose is where the bacteria live. I would culture you, and in addition, it's called uh, really covering your bases. I would probably give you an antibiotic uh, that uh, is effective against MRSA prior to uh, surgery. So in a nutshell, that's, uh, that's the answer. My guest tonight is an orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Stephen Kai kairos i've got to get your name pronounced right kairos he's an orthopedic surgeon at the robert wood johnson university hospital in new brunswick new jersey and we don't have too many orthopedic surgeons on this show so i'm real happy to have you on the show tonight and we're going to talk about something that's very very interesting and new hip replacement surgery but you've got a new approach to that so uh, dr kairos are you there
0: yes i'm here thanks for having me on
1: well, thanks so much for taking time on your Saturday evening. So now you, you do hip replacements in a little different way. Tell us about why someone needs a hip replacement and how you do it that's a little bit different.
0: Well, hip replacement surgery is uh, uh, typically offered to patients with end-stage and debilitating arthritis of the hip. Um, most patients have osteoarthritis or normal wear and tear of their hip. Um, and um, the anterior approach... Um, which is the procedure that I offer my patients, is a tissue-sparing alternative to traditional hip replacement where I can approach the hip through a natural interval between muscles, which provides the patient for less pain, a quicker recovery, improved mobility, uh, because we don't um, cut um, or detach uh, critical muscles and tendons around the hip.
1: All right, so, so now let's take someone who's, let's say, 60 years old, and uh, it's a woman who's walking around with a little pain in her hip. Is she ready for a hip replacement, or when is that woman ready?
0: Not necessarily. Um, typically, after a full evaluation, um, I generally offer patients uh, conservative uh, treatments, such as anti-inflammatory medications, uh, physical therapy, uh, the use of an assistive device such as a cane, uh, perhaps um, one or uh, several cortisone injections to uh, reduce the pain in the hip. Um, typically, hip replacement surgery is reserved for patients who have exhausted uh, conservative treatment, and the, the the debilitating pain that they're experiencing has uh, really become a quality of life issue, and uh, they're no longer doing things that they used to once enjoy doing in their lives.
1: Well, my guest this evening is Dr. Stephen Kyaros. He is an orthopedic surgeon at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, and by the way, The type of uh, doctor Dr. Kairos is, is what Robert Wood Johnson is attracting now. He trained in uh, orthopedic surgery at Brown University, did a uh, a fellowship in trauma, orthopedic trauma at Brown, and then was at the joint replacement uh, fellowship at the Hospital for Special Surgery in New York City, and we're lucky to have Dr. Kairos at Robert Wood Johnson. So Now, now if someone had a traditional uh, hip replacement uh, earlier and needs a, uh, let's say, redo. This is sort of a complicated question. Can you go in that new anterior approach uh, the second time around?
0: Um, it is possible in certain circumstances, um, depending on uh, what needs to be uh, redone or revised um, and whether the, the, the prosthetic components that are attached to the, um, the bones around the hip need to be redone. It is possible in select situations to go through the anterior approach, but that's not the usual that's not the usual case.
1: So now hip replacement is traditionally a, a fairly painful procedure. Some people say I'm lucky enough never having to <laughs> had a procedure like that but now how does the anterior approach uh, reduce the pain? I mean that's one of the great advantages uh, of it.
0: It's, it certainly is um, <clears throat> because of the way we, Perform the surgery, we uh, approach the hip from the front, and so we're able to um, uh, go through a natural interval between muscles without uh, detaching the tendons that we typically would do for a traditional approach. And we're able to do the procedure the exact same way, the same prosthetic components. And because we really haven't violated uh, those muscles around the hip, it's a very quick recovery for the patient. Um, They get up and go pretty much right away, and uh, they can get back to walking normally sooner after the surgery than with a traditional um, hip hip, uh, replacement approach.
1: And that's terrific. My guest this evening has been Dr. Stephen Kiaros. He's an orthopedic surgeon at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And if you don't know where Robert Wood Johnson is, just uh, take a map of New Jersey and put your hand right in the center of the state. It's in the geographic center of the state. It's about 40 minutes from Manhattan, maybe 50 minutes on that train. There's a, a train stop right, uh, I'd say, about uh, a block from uh, from the hospital. And they have a great website, by the way, and it's rwjuh.edu. That's www.rwjuh.edu. And you can look in the website, and you can look at uh, Dr. Kiaros's, uh background and other orthopedic surgeons at the Robert Wood Johnson. You can choose from orthopedic surgeons or any specialty there. And if you want to, give them a call, 888 md R-W-J-U-H. That's 888-M-D-R-W-J-U-H. Well, thanks so much for taking time this evening, Dr. Kairos. It's been a pleasure having you. My name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm the plastic surgeon with the radio show on WABC. You can go to my website during the week. It's perryplasticsurgery.com. After you go to the Robert Wood Johnson website, that's rwjuh.edu. Thanks so much for great engineering, Mike. Have a great weekend. We'll see you all next week.